welcome to the show. Yeah. Gotta let them know. He's already an Instagram legend and a hometown boy from Toronto. Ladies and gentlemen, Goat fans, we are back with another episode of Goat Radio, the greatest of all time podcast show. My name is Milos Gordic, the big man. Joining me is Carlo Finucci, aka Nucci. Nucci, we have never been this excited. Oh man, I got the the butterflies in the stomach right now. We're pumped for this one, man. So quickly for our guest, I'm wearing the Perspolis red jersey. Nucci, what do you got wearing? Uh, in honor of uh, one of my favorite uh, Nimanaz characters, uh, Italia, Jersey, Forza Zuri, Luca Marino. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Introduction. Joining us, the absolute goat up-and-coming comedian, one of the funniest men in Canada right now. We are so pumped to bring you Nima Naziri, Nimanaz. Thank you, brother. Hey. Woo! We are Woo! so pumped. <laughs> Let's Nima. fucking go, boys. Let's go. Oh, look at this. Got a hey, Serbian and an Italian in one room. Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> so a Persian guy. Yeah. <laughs> Nima, we're pumped for you. We know you're having your American tour coming up. Yeah. Starting April 9th uh, in New York. So, yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, um, we're pumped for you for that. So we were in your show in Vancouver. Oh, nice. And uh, okay. awesome show, man. And I just got to ask you, in the beginning of the show, uh, there was a there was a video uh, showed mm-hmm. that you dropped out of university to pursue comedy full on. You're mm-hmm. absolutely killing it, man. And what were some of the decisions that led you to do that? Because, you know, I, we have a few Persian friends and their Emmy mom. It was either for them, engineer, lawyer or a doctor. So how did it work out yeah. for you? Yeah, it's exactly it, man. That, that's how that's how that's all I heard my whole life too. But then I don't know. I was I was I was always a little rebellious in school or whatever I was doing because I don't know. I just felt like um, I mean it's it's not really like a good thing I guess because I thought like the world was against me, which is what was me. But obviously it's not the case now. But in a, in a way, it actually kind of helped me to make that decision to to like not really give a fuck about academics or anything else i was doing in school and i just wanted to have fun to be honest i was like why am i having why aren't we having more fun in school why is it always about like you know do, getting a tutor for this fucking get it again acing this exam stressing about this test you know what i'm saying and like everyone's like racing to get into these universities and i'm like bro relax like yeah it's not that serious you know what i'm saying like i, I want to do something I, like i enjoy and that makes me happy and like none of that none of that was making me happy to be honest even though i was decent at like math and science because i was forced to do it because i live with the fucking immigrant parents and you know they did force me to go to tutoring class um so i had to take it a little bit seriously but 
other than that, man, I just uh, I just was waiting for the opportunity in my life to come where I could just like just drop out or not even drop out, just find something that makes me happy and I could do it for the rest of my life. And then that's what happened when I went to university. After one year, I was doing kinesiology and I was like, yo, this is mis- I'm miserable. I don't want to listen to some guy talking about anif- fucking <laughs> anatomical positions and cadavers and shit. Like, I don't like yeah. it's OK, but like it's not for me. Um, and then that's when I found comedy and I just dropped out and pursued it full time ever since. Yeah, yeah. I guess we got that in common. I originally went into the school to be a kinesiologist. Obviously, playing sports yeah. background right. and stuff growing up, that was kind of what I wanted to get into. Lasted yeah. about two weeks. I just it was a little too much for me. I ended up still going to school after, uh, oh, but nice. uh, it was, and then you went uh, to construction because you're Italian. <laughs> <laughs> still haven't gone into construction. Fratelli uh, <laughs> Limited there, but oh uh, shit, but you didn't pick up a shovel. <laughs> maybe you can uh push my resume towards them uh, i got you i got you bro for <laughs> construction limited i got you. exactly um yeah so moving on to the next one here for us you know you're one of the best at imitating uh, or portraying different cultures uh or cultural stereotypes it's kind of one of the big reasons uh you know we love you uh and love your content what's maybe been your your favorite culture you know to imitate or portray um I mean, that's, that's tough. Them. Yeah, it's tough because I like I like them all, but uh, I guess I mean the the original the ones that I always started with were obviously the Persian ones because it's my family and that's my background. But uh, I found a lot of early success with the Italian ones. Obviously, um, you know, I just I feel like it's one one of my strongest as well. And, we love it. We love those. Yeah, oh, thanks. Man. Yeah, I appreciate that. And then um, I don't know, just like everything else too, man. I love doing it all. I've done. Are you Serbian? Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah, obviously I've done a couple of those ones. You know, those those ones are always fun. Um, and then yeah, like just I, I like to just keep it keep it fresh. Try to do new ones. I like them all. What was like kind of your inspiration for them? Like, um, obviously my favorites are Luca Marino and Cartsy being hockey, right. playing hockey yeah, yeah. and stuff. Uh, that one's pretty. Like those are spot on. Obviously being of those backgrounds or right. you know being a hockey player. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did your did you grow up with guys like that? Uh, was it just from seeing them in high school? Like I'm sure, obviously Toronto and uh, a lot of Canada is kind of a melting pot to, of cultures. Like, what was kind of your inspiration for these characters? Yeah, yeah, good question. Um, I I grew up, I obviously grew up in a very diverse group of friends in my hometown. Um, and like you said, it's a melting pot of cultures, right? So, like my whole friend group is like United Nations, bro. Like it's <laughs> we we have people from everywhere, so. <laughs> It was it was perfect in a way like you know subconsciously as a kid I didn't obviously know I was gonna be a comedian but um, like over time I was just picking up on like people's you know their their cultures and like eventually you know I, I was go, I would go over to their houses meet their parents and see how their families speak and they're all all immigrants for the most part right um, except for Cartsy you know those are the 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 the, the OG Canadian white boys you know what I'm saying yeah. um, but like I would just pick up on how they spoke and what they did and how they you know, their facial expressions, what they eat, everything, whatever, right? Uh, and then I just kind of naturally would mimic that. And I would, I would, that would literally be, be something I would do with my friends and my family. They would always be like, yo, 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 Lima, can you make, make fun of this guy? Or like, <laughs> yo, like, can you, can you imitate this guy or that, that person or our teacher or whoever the fuck, you know what I'm saying? So uh, it was just become, became a part of who I was. And um, that's just where it sprung from. And when I got older, when I started to do comedy, I was like, oh, let me do stuff I know already 
to start off and then that's those were all the characters came yeah yeah that's awesome Uh, yeah you even we even just watched it like before we got on the podcast uh you did gordon ramsey yeah (laughs) yeah that that was that was from last year yeah yeah um so you've been at this for like seven eight years yeah. Um, and just you've been grinding, working your ass off to put all the content out. We absolutely yeah. love it. So is there any time during the week, even for a couple hours, where you can just get away from it, relax, play some sports, basketball, hockey, soccer, whatever, or even have some rakia with big nam or something? Hey. Just just to just to get away from it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm a gamer, so I, I play a lot of FIFA and uh 2K and stuff like that. Sometimes I I run some shell too with the boys. Um <sighs> But uh, yeah, like I, I, I used to be a competitive swimmer, to be honest, believe it or not. My brother and I, we both were heavy into sports growing up. Like I would play rep soccer, rep basketball. I played all the, all those sports. Um, and so, yeah, I do play basketball. Um, I'm in like a league. I play soccer as well still. And I, I you know, I game uh, usually at nighttime. Like I, I spend most of my days just working on my craft and everything like that and like trying to work on my health. Um, and then at night, like, that's when I'll like let loose a little bit for a couple hours yeah um are you uh a a maple leaf fan or a raptor fan or who's your team in toronto um well i i'm not huge into hockey to be honest yeah but i used to work for the leafs as their uh, hype crew i was in the hype crew like I'll, i'll be in the stadium like hyping people up throwing shirts i was dancing on the jumbotron like i was all over you know what i'm saying that was that was my that was my early uh, early years, you know, b- before I really went hard into comedy, to be honest. But um, uh, that th- that was always a fun time being in there because, and I started to learn more about hockey. Obviously, and I enjoyed it. I realized watching hockey live is better than any other sport, to be honest. And basketball and soccer are my favorite sports. And I've seen both of them live, and maybe it's just like the the games I went to and the environment I was in. But I feel like watching hockey live is so much better than watching it on TV. Obviously, but um, it's just like a really big great atmosphere especially in toronto man yeah Yeah. when they when they're winning too it's like hype and it's like yeah super fun um but i'm a big obviously raptors and leafs fan but uh lakers is is my team you know i've always loved the lakers especially when kobe was on there when i was a kid like i had his jerseys and everything so um yeah yeah for sure um I got shifting gears a little bit. How hard is it to be a comedian nowadays? Just with the kind of the movement of like the canceling kind of movement and people seem to get like offended every two minutes. Um, so h- how do you kind of navigate through that? Is it, is it, is it tough? Do you get in trouble ever? Or um, do you ever get heckled on social media for it or anything like that? Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's gotten much harder, uh, especially these days because of social media in a way, but it doesn't take away from the fact that there's still comedy out there for everyone. Like, you know, it's the only reason why it seems like it's tougher now is because there, people are more vocal and like way more often. Like, you, like before when social media wasn't around, mm-hmm. you didn't know if people were offended or not. You just, you knew if you went to a stand-up show and like if people were heckling, then maybe, yeah. But now that we're posting stuff online, anyone from around the world can say whatever outlandish shit they want. Yeah, and get away with it, and it's fine, whatever, right? So that in in a way, like as humans, we're not used to seeing this much criticism this fast. You know what I'm saying? And so for me, yeah, I get hate every day online. Mm-hmm. Uh, I suppose like when I first started my career, like I would rarely ever hear anything because it's always in person, right? Um, 
But now, yeah, like I pretty much get something at least every day, like a few people like talking shit, saying I'm this and that. Like, yo, like I don't know if I'm allowed to swear, but yeah, you um, can. Yeah, absolutely. Like, people are just saying derogatory things like about, about me, my mom, and I'm like, bro, what what the fuck is this? Why yeah. why do I have to see this shit? Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't really want to see it, but um i have to deal with it like people are talking about my weight fucking i'm not good at comedy oh stand-up's not your thing you shouldn't you just stick to the gary v imprint like stupid shit and i'm like bro like were you there shooting with me in the gym yeah All of you? <laughs> were you there bombing on stage thousands of times uh, over the course of my stand-up career no you weren't shut the fuck up but at the same time i have to realize they just one either don't have the context of what I've done in my career and my whole life, who mm-hmm. I am, what I'm dealing with every day. You know what I'm saying? Like when people don't have context, they'll just, they like to just jump to conclusions and say whatever the fuck they want. And then like, they just, they, they you know, they move on. But yeah, that's just the reality of it. Yeah. Like you said, a lot of people weren't saying it to your face before, I guess, before social media or before it was kind of bigger or comedians weren't getting that face to face because people are a little more hesitant to do that, but yeah, they're not, course. they're not afraid behind a fake, uh, fake alias on, on social media. And I mean, it's yeah. a problem. It's a problem all over and in, in sports. It's insane. Yeah, Same shit. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like those guys like in, in, in football or soccer over in, in Europe and, and oh, guys yeah. just get like, it's, it's vicious, man. Like attacking families and like, right it's uh it, it is a brutal thing man but uh it's not like you said as you go as you get bigger and bigger that you start to hear it more and more right it mm-hmm. comes with the territory i guess so yeah for uh, sure good on you to keep uh you know powering through that and, and yeah grinding man 100 yeah. and like the thing is like uh the worst part of it is you know if you engage with these people online then like they win you know they they want to get that reaction out of you yeah and, and like you know it's, it makes you look stupid and so um, the hardest part is to ignore them yeah. um, because, you know, you do, I, I do see it for the most part, but for the most part, I am good at ignoring it. And I have the right people around me to like, you know, help me really analyze it and just like, you know, move on from it, um, you know, to, to really like, get my back. But like, sometimes I'm, I'm only human, right? Like sometimes you see things and it might affect you, might trigger, you know, I am, you know, so um it's just like yeah it's such a weird thing that we have to deal with especially in my someone in my position who's like you know getting a following a little more by by the day but yeah, yeah. you can send us after him we'll get the got you, bro. Send <laughs> the big man after him. yeah just yeah. throw all those jerseys at them exactly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um all right we'll move on to something kind of a little more positive i guess let's what's been your absolute highlight of your career so far we know you open for russell peters there uh, being able to share, uh, share the stage with him. That's someone we kind of saw growing up to uh, doing kind of a similar uh, with his uh, imitating and portraying different cultural stereotypes. He's hilarious. It must've been surreal to do that. But if there's something else, maybe that's been a, a, a highlight for you. Um, yeah, I mean, that was definitely a big uh, career moment for me. It came full circle because I was always a big fan of Russell Peters growing up as a kid. Um, you know, my our whole generation grew up on that. Uh, you know, he was he was one of the best comedians at the time, and still one of the biggest comedians. Like he's selling out arenas all around the world still. So, mm-hmm. um, it was pretty awesome that I got to open for him after all these years. Um, it just like it was a full circle moment, and it just like it felt so surreal being on stage in front of all those all those people in our, especially in my hometown, in, in uh, Scotiabank Arena, in a big arena. You know, fifteen thousand people, and I'm like, I went from like doing. 
three, four hundred shows to fifteen thousand right away. Wow. Um, and it was insane, man. But like, it felt like it felt natural, honestly, because I was like, I've been working at this for so long, like I belong here. You know, it felt right. But like, that's the thing. It's like the more you put in the effort into everything you're doing, and you stay consistent, and you you know you actually enjoy what you're doing. When the when your name gets called, you like you should be ready to go. Mm-hmm. And so that's the exactly how I felt about it. Um, but other than that, uh, meeting Gary Vee and being on stage with him as well was pretty big for me. Um, that was someone I look up to really a lot online. He's like my internet dad, and um, <laughs> literally I've t- I've taken his methods of like posting content, you know, and not worrying about people's judgment. Content, yeah, content, <laughs> yeah. Um, and just like staying consistent and not you know like quantity over quality for the most part until you find your voice. You know what I'm saying? And so I took that literally, started doing impressions of all these people and him, including him, and then eventually, yeah, he saw it. Obviously, he reached out to me. And then I end up meeting him, and then that's it. Like it's it's just like that's the good part about social media is like you will you can reach people you never thought you could reach, ever before social media happened. Um, and so that's 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 the lens that we like to to look at when we're when we're on social media. So, um, yeah, I think it's a great such a great tool. Yeah, for us like too. We reached we, out to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, I'm a fucking nobody, but exactly. Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. Can, yeah. It's, it's possible. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um yeah it's good though yeah you just gotta shoot your shot man you just gotta shoot your shot exactly i want it off the court exactly (laughs) um so and in your uh, mom's kitchen too (laughs) (laughs) exactly um like milos uh, mentioned earlier uh, at the start there you got a big american tour coming up we're not talking small towns we're talking new york philly chicago dallas houston san fran la man you're going you're going going global Going global. Um, we're on the train, man. Uh, if you want to talk a bit about that, how that got going, and maybe anything else you got planned uh, coming up. Yeah, for sure. Um, so uh, the the show that you guys saw in Vancouver was a part of my Canadian, Canadian tour, and I was building towards filming my first special of all the jokes I've been working on for the past like eight years, just like the best of the best. Uh, and it's funny because in comedy um, – like jokes can always change. And so after I filmed my special in Toronto at the end of that Canadian tour in October, the plan was to release the special in uh, beginning of February. And it's funny because after that, the last show in October and up until February, when the release was supposed to happen, I was doing other shows just like, you know, um, uh, just like, just, just because I want to do more, more sets. And like some of those jokes that everyone saw and that was on the recorded on the special are already already got better <laughs> from what it originally was. And but like obviously you can't do anything about that. But um what happened was uh I think oh yeah, uh, we got in, fe- in early February, actually a week before we were supposed to release release the special, uh we got approached by Live Nation, and Live Nation obviously is one of the biggest like you know, event organizers for concerts, yeah. for yeah. music, comedy, everything like that. And so they reached out and they, they, apparently they're big fans of like my videos and my content and everything like that. And uh, they, they're like, yo, how do you feel about going on the road in the U.S. to take your tour show to the U.S.? Um, and, you know, obviously modify it a little bit and whatever. And we're like, hell yeah, like, of course. And so um, that's why we, we pushed the special to like May. And then they're like, yo, we're going to do a run of shows in April. And they're going to put all the marketing ads behind it. They're going to just like handle all the scheduling and bookings and everything like that. And we just got to sit back 
just worry about my craft, the material, and then just got to go there and kill it. So, um, yeah, it was uh, such a big opportunity for sure. And we're, it's just like a tester run of shows that we're doing just to see, like, you know, how I do down there and um, if I can actually have the pull to bring audience and everything like that, which I'll, obviously I'm confident we will. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so it's uh, I'm pretty excited for that. Awesome, man. We're, we're pumped for you. Good luck on that. And we'll be following that for sure. Yeah, thank you. Uh, we're going to finish off the pod here with some GOAT rapid fire. All right, Nima? All right, let's so get it. Give us your choice. Um, you can expand if you want to, or uh, you can say next question. Okay. Okay? Let's do it. Let's get it. Let's GOAT. Let's Sydney, GOAT. <laughs> Sidney Crosby or Alexander Ovechkin? Oh, shit. Sid the kid or Alex Ovi? Um, fuck, just just gotta pick one. Just pick one. Yeah, one or the other. I have to explain why. No, you can. Oh, if you, you can want if you to. want. Well, I like them both. You know, Ovi's a fucking hardcore Russian guy who he'll beat you if you talk shit. Uh, Sid the kid's the goat, man. Sid the yeah. kid is just, and he's a Canadian boy, and he's an absolute beautician. So I'm gonna go with Sidney Crosby. Awesome, Mitch Marner or Austin Matthews? Uh buddy, you you know I gotta go with my my boy Austin boy. Okay. Austin Matthews, man, because sometimes, you know, when it, when I'm feeling nice and I got my stash going, I feel kind of like Austin Matthews. People people have told me I look like Austin Matthews. <laughs> I think I'm I think I'm the bootleg version of Austin Matthews, but I'll take Poppy. It. Poppy. Yeah, exactly. Poppy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Messi or Ronaldo? Messi, bro. All day Messi, man. That's my yeah. guy. And I see oh. that jersey behind you. I like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh f- so Famous teams in your in your homeland, the Perspilis Red or the Estegloud Blue. Oh shit! Este this is Glau a heat. Blue. This is a heated, uh, heated. Yo, figure. this guy is this guy is deep into the soccer <laughs> world. Holy shit! Um, I'm gonna go with Persepolis, bro. Awesome. Persepolis. Okay, Vince Carter or Kawhi Leonard? Kawhi Leonard. He brought the uh, he brought uh, the uh, championship uh, home. Uh, 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 <laughs> Prime Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes? I don't know, man. I don't, I don't really like Patrick Mahomes. So Tom, I'm gonna go with Tom Brady. Tom Brady's absolutely the goat for sure. So for sure, Mike Tyson or Tyson Fury. I don't know who the fuck Tyson Fury is, so I'm gonna go with Mike Tyson. <laughs> good, good answer. Tyson Fury sounds like a guy trying to be Mike Tyson. Yeah. <laughs> I love this question: Hulk Hogan or Ric Flair? Ooh. Well, Hulk Hogan has some pretty bad press, so I'm gonna go with the legend, Ric Flair. Ric Flair is also just a demon, so yeah, yeah he's 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 awesome. Another wrestling one. Brett the Hitman Hart or Shawn Michaels the Heartbreak Kid? Oh, shit. Some OG ones. Yeah. Um, I like Brett Hart, man. I like Brett the Hitman Hart. I used to watch uh, Monday Night Raw and Friday Night SmackDown. And yeah. um, I, I was I was a big fan of all those guys. Yeah, we're, we're big wrestling fans here. Coke yeah, yeah, or- I, me too. Coke or Pepsi? Oh, Pepsi, man. I'm a Pepsi guy. Ooh, that was Ooh. the first one. Everyone said Coke before. Really, eh? Nice. Yeah, yeah. they're all bums. <laughs> Pepsi. <laughs> okay, in the in the kebab category. Oh, shit. Don't do this to me. I'm going to lose it. The, I'm going to throw my laptop. Sorry. <laughs> sorry if I uh, mispronounced. The Juje kebab chicken? 
or yeah. the Kubede beef kebab. Oh shit, daddy! This is a um, massive debate in uh, the I know homeland. It is versions, yeah, I know. Yeah. Um. Damn. I mean, they're both amazing, obviously, but I have to go with the the OG uh, Kubede kebab. Kubede, uh, that awesome. nice thick fucking log of kebab, man. <laughs> I want to fucking slap myself with it. So, good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just get smacked across the face. Yeah, you like not? You yeah. like not? Come on, let's <laughs> eat it. Oh, uh, hookah or cigars? Hookah, hookah. That's my shit, bro. Come on, yeah. man. I'm I'm fucking Middle Eastern, bro. Always. Uh, I know. The, smoke the hookah and for the people, we get the double apple. <laughs> Blonde, blondes or brunettes? <laughs> Fucking both, buddy. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not in a position to choose one. Okay, I just will take whatever comes my way at this point. Oh, uh, brunette, brunette, brunette. You're, you're a legend. <laughs> okay, Adam Sandler or Will Ferrell? Fuck. Um, they're both honestly amazing in their own ass and own respect. I, I love Will Ferrell. As a, as a singular person, as a singular comedian, more than Adam Sandler. But I myself want to become more like Adam Sandler because mm-hmm. of like the, the empire he's built. So, fuck, I don't know. I, I'm going to still pick Will Ferrell, though. Nice. Chappelle or Bill Burr? Oh, man. <laughs> you're, you're fucking me with these questions. Eh? <laughs> Um, I love Chappelle. Uh, I love them both equally, to be honest. But I, I really laugh a lot at Bill Burr's stuff more. Yeah, to be honest. Your comedian idol. Right now, or just in, in overall? Overall, the comedian idol is Russell Peters. Yeah. Um, but also Kevin Hart. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh. Um. Okay. One more with that. Uh, the absolute greatest of all time comedian. Top of the top. I gotta go with my, I gotta go with the OG George Carlin, bro. Oh, old school, old school. Nice. Okay, who do you like to impersonate more, David Goggins or Gary V? <laughs> uh they're both great. I love I, honestly. I love doing the Goggins one more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. I got demons. <laughs> I'm out here grinding. Why you I got an email from fucking Go Talk podcast <laughs> saying, "Hey, we need a fucking guest." I said, "I'm my own guest, motherfucker." <laughs> I, I got two broken knees, two shins, with no fucking bones, and I still do a podcast. <laughs> they hard. Oh, that's great, man. Uh, oh, your your most awkward moment on stage, if you had one. Oh fuck. I actually recently posted a video of me falling on stage. Oh. Um, yeah, I literally fell walking up up onto the stage like an idiot. <laughs> uh, I missed the step getting onto the stage, and I just trampled. Oh, wow! Fell flat face first into the into the ground. Got up and actually ha- handled it pretty well, but it was still embarrassing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like other other than like me bombing plenty of times, like that was probably the most embarrassing. They probably thought it was part of the show. Yeah, hundred percent. Like some people were like, "Yo, they're confused." Like, "Oh fuck, is he a prop comedian? Is he a physical comedian?" Yeah, I'm like, "No, motherfucker, my wrist is broken." What's your yeah. ultimate goal in all this? Uh, I, I want to be one of the best comedians this world has ever seen uh, on on every aspect, on like the acting's point, the performance, the stand up, yeah. the 
sketch, you know, the acting, yep. like all of it. I want to do it all. I want to tour the world doing stand up, but also like have big movies of my own as well, like the Adam Sandler way. All around goat of comedy. All around goat, man. You're, goat talk. You're on your way, brother. We really believe I wanna, that. I want to leave a legacy yeah. behind. You know, I want to, I want to, I want, I, I want to make sure people know who the fuck I was. Fucking right. For the, for the people. Fucking rights. Uh, a yeah. couple more questions. Do the Toronto Maple Leafs have a good chance to win the cup? Um, given the history, no. But <laughs> but I really want them to win because I feel like people will go nuts if the Leafs won. Even yeah. more than the Raptors when they won. Yeah. Like, I think if the Leafs win, bro, oh, it'll yeah. be huge for the city. Oh, yeah. Um, and for the country. Uh, yeah. Like, like for the most – for um. Oh, here on the West yeah. Coast, we might not like it so much. I mean, yeah, but... it's true. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are too too busy getting too super high to worry about it. Yeah. Um, yeah but um, yeah, I mean, yeah. I think okay. Do. One more. The most famous person in your phone. <laughs> most famous, like, like that I have their number or anyone. Yeah. yeah. The most famous person. I, w- I would, I would love to say Drake, but that's not happened yet. It hasn't happened yet. But, um, God, the dude. Most, <laughs> the most. Oh, actually, you guys might like this one. Um, the most famous person in my phone. Uh, that like, I I actually haven't talked to him yet, but I've talked to his manager and I will talk to him. Uh, is Mika Zibanejad. Oh, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on the Rangers, right? So yes. yeah, he's yeah, wicked. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's dope. Yeah, yeah. So um, pretty pretty cool. Yeah, oh. he's got wicked hair. I know we got fucking flow, man. We got Same hair, Middle Eastern flow, baby. Yeah, the, the Swedish Persian. Yeah, that's it exactly. <laughs> Nima, wow. man, thank you so much for doing this, brother. So we like we like to end the pod here. Ritual we have. We like to take oh, a shit. take a little drink for the goat. So I got my rakia here. Eleven a.m. Eat them all. Eat them all, brate. And then, and then Nucci, what do you got? You got some. I got a little little spro here. Oh, of course you got a fucking spro, bro. <laughs> Look at his mortadella, bro. <laughs> fucking mort. <laughs> so Nima, man, we absolutely love your stuff. Um, it's it's your 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 content relates to our friends and our families and our up- upbringing. That's why we love you, man. Appreciate so that. keep on rocking. We're oh, on yeah. your train. You're the up-and-coming goat. Jivali to you, brother. Jivali. Salute. Salute. Chin, chin. Awesome. Salamati. <laughs> awesome, brother. Thank Thanks so much, much for doing this. Thank you, man. Uh, thanks again. You're awesome, man. Keep rocking. Always All right. You too, man. Keep it up. Milos and uh, Carlo. Carlo or Carlos? Carlo. Carlo Finucci? Bravo. Bravo. Andiamo, andiamo. Andiamo. Va bene, va bene. Bene, grazie. Ladies and gentlemen, Nimanas, keep joining in for Goat History. We will see you next time. Stay hard.